0: Early. Jump the gun. Jump the gun. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Reforming Manhood. This is the podcast where we talk life from a Christian male perspective. My name is Mike Wada. I am the Lucha Preacher.
1: I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan.
0: And uh, we got a guest
1: in the house. Uh, Jay- Jack of Jamie is not here.
0: Jamie's out. Well, he's not a guest.
1: He's not out. We didn't fire him. No, he's just not in. He's just not here today. He's out. Don't say out. That makes it sound like we fired him. No, we didn't fire him. He's just. But we replaced him. We got to the Rona SGA. has him
0: working, so he's at the works. Well,
1: he's back to work from the Rona.
0: Yeah, Rona's over. Party's yeah. over. We're going to have to figure out a new podcast time. But for today, super excited. Super excited. We've got a, got a friend in town. First time
1: guest. Long time listener.
0: Long time listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like. A, here's what I feel like. Reform Manhood is, is part of what we're doing. Did you ever watch uh, the Justice League cartoon? Which one? Well, the first one, the Justice League cartoon. Maybe. All right. Well, it was it was early 2000s, so I get it. You weren't there. But, or it was late 90s. And then early 2000s, they did Justice League Unlimited. You okay. remember that one? Maybe. All right, well, Vaguely. in the Justice League Unlimited, they they said, okay, it's not just Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, but it's all these other superheroes. Um, and each episode, they were, like, highlighting a new hero. And you're like, dude, that Blue Beetle guy is super dope. Or... You know, Plastic Man, that would be you. Um. <laughs> Whatever.
1: I'm not flexible enough to be a Plastic no, Man. No, you're
0: right. You're not. Um, but they, they'd show you these, these other heroes in the DC Universe that you'd never heard of, and you're like, man, those guys are cool. I'm glad they did this. That's what we're doing here in Reform Manhood. Today, we got uh, Booster Gold in the house.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no? He is the all-American, Mexican-American luchador...
0: Oh, all right. We're doing the full handle. All right. He might have come up with something different. Oh, did he? Nope.
1: No. All was right. It. That was it. All right,
0: hey guys. This is uh, Chris Ramirez, the All American Mexican American Luchador. Yes, sir. You said. You said. It. It. it sounds better coming from your mouth.
2: I'm the All American Mexican American Luchador, mm, Chris see? Ramirez.
1: He's real good at Spanish. What's that little thing you say in your videos? <laughs>
0: Then, preparados.
1: Mm. That's hot.
0: Be ready. <laughs> Come ready. That's right. Hey, so uh, Chris is in the house. Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into this podcast, man. Um, Long time listeners, you
2: guys said. I've uh, been listening since the first podcast. Um, Originally from El Paso, Texas, but live up here in Plainview. Came up here for uh, wrestling, whaling. Um, loved the sport and ended up leading me to CWF. Uh, married. Got two little kids, little Chris and... Uh, little girl celeste um just love serving the lord with with my fellow brothers mike yep, watt yep. and um trevor Cowan over here
0: yeah don't so Chris, Jamie. Chris is a friend we've we've known for about i guess about three years three years but uh but uh we've got a friendship that goes deeper than that that amount of time i feel like we've known you for i don't know five or six eight years whatever but uh um, yeah man I'm glad glad to have you in this one as we talk about in studio in studio yep in the house <laughs> <laughs> as we talk about being a spiritual leader um, talking through this and, and this one was important for me to get you in on this because um, we're, we're, we're I think we're all trying right I yes. mean we know the biblical mandate we've heard it from pulpits um, you need to be a spiritual leader in your home you need to be be one at work and so um, you're one of the guys doing it um you're one of the guys in doing it and people don't know about you or hear about you a lot you're you're under the radar like i said justice league unlimited you're, <laughs> you're uh let me see blue beetle blue beetle's a good one he's hispanic too <laughs> got you buddy
1: <laughs> the straight version of blue beetle blue beetle isn't uh not straight dude in young justice he was wasn't he
0: that's crazy talk no the comic book Listen, can we just keep it...
1: Anyways, Keep it not... So this week, we are in week five of our spiritual leader that we're doing with Michael Hyatt.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we took this, uh, basically his, uh, I don't know, blog, and said, let's run with this. Some blog that
1: some dude put on Michael Hyatt's website.
0: Yeah, so he he used these five, uh, six, I'm sorry, these six statements to say this is what a spiritual leader does. And he was meaning but mostly in the business world. Um, But it translates fairly well to to home as well. And so a spiritual leader, he leads others to their own encounter with God, leads others to discover their own purpose and identity, leads others into transformation, not just production. Uh, A spiritual leader impacts the atmosphere. Then this week we're talking about helps others see old things in new ways. And then we've got one more after this, talks about gain, uh, a leader gains a following because of who they are, not because of position they hold. So, this week, again, we're going to help others see old things in new ways.
1: Well, that's what a spiritual leader does. Yeah. Maybe you're not, but you should.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we, you can be. As men, we, we need to be. Um, and so, I guess first question is uh, why, why is this important? Why do you love this, guys? Let's, let's let the guests go for it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get the ball rolling and that'll help the guests feel less nervous. Yeah. Yes, yes. All right. why,
1: why is it important to me?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Why do you like this, this?
1: I didn't want to talk about you again. No, please. But I feel like because we already <laughs> talked about it, it's not really talking about you again. I, you helped me do this. Yeah. How how, how was I you awesome? You know what? I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> you ruined it. Remember okay. Okay. I'm sorry. There?
0: This this unnamed person, handsome devil. Remember
1: that stupid video you played?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. At my ordination. Yeah. 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 That's how. Moving mm. on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No. I mean, I, I we talked about it a few weeks ago. Helping me see that I'm not the, not the butt of every joke. Yeah. You're not the
0: punchline to a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that's a that's an important thing for us to be able to help other men into. Um, Chris, you got you got a little boy. I mean, you little Chris needs to needs to know he can be a man, right? Oh,
2: yes, sir. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. So, why is it important that you help uh, that we as spiritual leaders uh, help help people see old things in new ways?
2: Uh, the first thing that came to my head when that question came up, especially talking about old things in new ways, is you can't teach an old dog a new trick. Mm. But when but you have to, right? You have to, yeah. exactly. Especially if that old dog is used to peeing in inside and mm. you want to get him outside. Um, same thing if you get a person who thinks they can't go to God because they've been in 10 or one day of sin. Yeah, You got to tell them, hey, man, like you can turn back. No yeah. matter how far you keep going, you can turn around and... The crosses is there waiting for you. Mm. It's just like that beautiful picture you guys kept putting in my head through the American gospel. Well, I think it was Paul Washer, right? Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. he's got both hands up, and he's calling us with one hand and holding back his wrath. And and people don't know. They they only see God just calling them to him, and they're just like, oh, it's okay. I'll come back to it later. Yeah. Before they know it, it's both hands are down and it's full wrath.
0: Yeah.
1: So. Woo. yeah, I think it's good you talked about that because uh, in the in the article he says many people are stuck in their... In, not in their circumstances but in their perspectives and paradigms the word repent means to think differently or to think in a different way jesus called people to look again at old realities through new eyes changing ways of thinking always precedes meaningful change and so he focuses yeah. a lot on that on repentance yeah leading people to repentance and that's that's having conversations that help people see old things in new ways
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's it exactly i i love it because because uh, because i've i've helped guys do that some and man, it's, it's like a drug. Like man, I want, I want more of that. Mm-hmm. I want to help other guys. Um, uh, I want to see that light bulb turn on uh, when, when this old book of the Bible becomes important and wow, not just important but useful in my day to day. Man, we were having a conversation with my brother last week who uh, was was helping his youth group as they as they talked through things and uh, um, it just it just clicked as they were talking about. Um,
1: Original sin. Original
0: sin. It just clicked in, in, this, in this girl's mind. You know, this teenager's mind, it clicked. Um, she said, wait a second. Because of original sin, the only reason Jesus wasn't under sin is because of the virgin birth. And so this thing that she had learned from a baby, this old teaching of Jesus was born of a virgin, now made sense to her because he, she could come underneath his headship, rather than the headship of Adam in that original yeah. sin. And so...
1: Yeah, um, and learning why the virgin birth is important.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's this old thing that, that her mom or grandma or Sunday school teachers put in her mind as a truth then became relevant and real to her today because she no longer had to be a slave to sin, Adam's sin, that, that, that the sin that Adam had passed on. You know what I mean? Um, and so seeing old things come to life in new ways, man, that's part of being a spiritual leader, uh, how have you guys seen this at work and at home?
2: Uh, at work, really, um, I'm a uh, middle school teacher. Uh, these past two years, I did eighth grade. God bless you, and yeah.
0: the work you do yeah. and
1: <laughs> with those sitters. I'm in middle school, substitute, yeah. and so I couldn't do what you do. No, <laughs>
0: sir. Mm-mm. You have something I don't have. Patience. Um, different caliber man over different here. Different caliber man. <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. Uh, I knew from a very
2: young age that, and you know, kind of going off into why I'm teaching, it's just... Um, I just knew I had to do something for the youth. Mm-hmm. And um, Camille Wayland, think I was going to be an architect. God had something else in plan. Mm-hmm. So uh, teaching, you hear a lot of students say, hey, you're going to go to church. when I mean, it was really just, they were talking amongst themselves, and they were just saying, hey, let's just go to church so we can hang out. Mm-hmm. And that right there, you start realizing that's that right there is the new stuff that they're trying to put in their heads. Hey, we can go to church and just hang out. We can get out of the house and run away from our problems. But then when you start telling them, what probably their parents or their grandparents are telling them? No, we go to church to learn about Jesus. Mm. We go to church to be filled with His Spirit and realize that He died for us. And um, so I, I'll just tell them, "It's like, hey, do you go to church just to hang out, or do you go to church because you go there to hear His Word?" So I have a lot of boys and a lot of girls just be like, uh, "Just, just go to hang out. Like, don't it's you know? Something to do. Yeah, yeah. My, my mom and my dad aren't home together. You know, my, I'm only living with my grandparents. Like, I just want to get out of the house. It's mm. like, okay, well, get out of the house, but." this this new thing that you need to start doing is listen to God. Maybe he's trying to talk to you. Mm, Maybe good. you should stop talking to your friend to the right and to the left and listen to God. So that's the, that's what I try to do at, at work. You see a lot of kids and, and some of the teachers too, you know. Yeah, I have a yeah. teacher who um, she's just um, not very tough. Mm-hmm. She's rough. She's rough-edged. Um, and I've invited her out to church a couple times. She's like, oh, I just come from Lubbock. And I'm like, but you come all the way over here every day. Yeah, why can't you just make it one Sunday? Yeah, and it was cool to see her on Sunday. Um, saw her a couple. That's also awesome, yeah. It was pretty cool to see her there, and she's like, "Yeah, uh, uh, one of the, one of the other teachers, ISS teacher, p- invited her. She's part of our church too." But I'm like, "Kind of invited you about a year ago, but that's okay <laughs> that you were there, you know." Yeah, yeah. yeah. that old invite, yeah. invite is still good today. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, that's good. Yeah, Trevor, work at home, helping people see old things in new ways.
1: Um, well, other than you doing that for me. Uh, the other, like, oh, I hate talking about you, dude. It's okay. I won't blush. I won't blush. <laughs> you're already blushing. <laughs> the uh, it's sunburn. <laughs> uh, I've, I mean, I've seen you do it with your boys. Yeah. With 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 uh, with Caleb. Yeah. Um. And talking about, hey man, you're the you're the bigger. You may not be the oldest technically. Yeah. But you're the you're by the bigger, one minute. He's a twin. So by one minute, you're not the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But you're the bigger, you're stronger. Um, somebody's gonna have to look out for your smaller brothers. Um, because I didn't do a good job of that with mm. my brother, and so I guess even then you're helping me see old things in new ways. But yeah, and it's it's
0: not easy, man. And I fail more often than not with my boys, and it's a it's a daily struggle. And right now they're at this age where I know I need to change. Um, in fact, just yesterday, they started their mess and they're four boys and they're gonna fight, I get it. but, but they started their, their mess where um, you know one of them's picking on the other one and I, I just had it enough. And uh, I actually I actually said to them, why are we still doing things these ways? Uh, and and it's, it's you pick on him, it's you guys pick on him. He picks back in other ways and it's just this this forever pattern cycle that we're in and I said I can get you out of it I actually have the anger that you're afraid of and we can get you out of it but that doesn't actually change your heart uh, and, so, uh, and so trying to motivate them to see their old pattern of you guys picking on him him picking back and then someone else interjecting to pick on him again it's getting old so how do we change the heart uh, and so yeah man I, I try at home <laughs> but uh swinging for the fence is one thing and striking out's another sometimes it's the same <laughs> the same the same pitch that's being thrown at me that, that, uh, that it's happening um and uh yeah yeah it's definitely definitely a struggle for us uh men to try to help our family at home because uh, i've said it before i can lead i can lead you know a million people to jesus but if i don't lead those four into being disciples of jesus man i I lose, I failed, you know? Um, and so that's where I'm trying, trying to put a lot of my effort into this. I think I think the dads out there get that. I think that resonates. Um, that hits real close to home, um, especially as we're trying to, you know, be a part of ministry and serve our church. Um, we get it. We want to do these important things, but man, if I miss it at home, whew, I lose big. <laughs> so um, I guess next question is, uh, what are some examples uh, that you've seen in your life? Uh, again, you doing it well you have this 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 happened you you actually hit the ball <laughs> you know what I mean Um, you actually did this well um, or you've seen this happen in your life you got you got an example of this
1: I think I burned mine early mm. I used mine early dang way to I go think I, I think I gave my answer the first question mm. Mm. so so you got else? nothing so you got nothing uh, my Take example range, <laughs> uh, is
2: uh, um, just seeking the counsel of God Um I Doing this, uh, trying at least to read the Bible, the New Testament and the Old Testament mm. um, at least throughout the year, and kind of falling way behind on Why that. Why you gotta
1: look at me? <laughs> <laughs> it's called accountability. Aren't yeah. y'all doing this together, guys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are, uh, but we're both
2: falling off, and we'll get back on it soon. Uh, but so thing... hang on, I think
0: this is important. I don't want to run past this. <laughs> uh, y'all don't live in the same town, the same city, uh, but you want to read the Old Testament in a year. And so you guys just have started a, a basically a texting devo, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it looks like, guys. If you've got somebody you're connected with, you just say, "Hey, I'm doing this. You want to do this with me?" And then you start texting and you do it. And not perfectly, though, huh? Mm-mm. No. No, oh, no. no. No, no. It took a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens. But you're again conviction and renewed conviction. You're going to see this old commitment of that you made in January. We're going to get through the Old Testament in a year or close to it. And you get back at it, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. That's good. Oh, That's yeah. good. All right. So back to
2: your original yeah. point. Yeah. So um, back in Joshua when we are reading that scripture, Joshua nine fourteen talks about uh, Joshua was a judge, correct? Yeah. He was no no no. Joshua was who
1: followed Moses. Okay. Yeah. yeah so he, he followed was Moses. He was, was, he was the leader after. Oh, Moses. he was
2: leading them still, correct? Into was, the promised into the, land. Okay. Yeah. Yes. He uh, fit
0: the battle of Jericho. He fought it. He did,
2: he did. So this. <laughs>
0: I don't know what fit means. That's what I do with a bit.
2: <laughs> so after that, uh, there's these people in Gibeon that heard how powerful the army of uh, of God was, and the leader of Joshua, and that he was, and how he had been going and just destroying lands and taking them over because through the power of God. And um, in verse 14. It says the men of Israel took some of their provisions, and this is the Gibeons uh, giving provisions to the people of Israel uh, so they can go on their journey. But the bad thing is that they didn't seek the Lord's counsel. And so later on they find out as Israel's, uh, the, the army of Israel are going, getting more land, they run into Gibeon, the city of Gibeon or the land of Gibeon, and they're like, what the heck? What are, what are these guys? We've seen them before, and you're, you deceived me. And he's like, you can't hurt us. You can't do anything. You, it's in treaty. Yeah, you yeah. gave your word. You, you made it with God, and there's no way you can go back against it. And he's like, why did you deceive me? And he's like, the reason why is because I, I heard, I heard what you were doing, and I wanted to see if I can save my people, or you know, just protect us in general. So the thing that I got from this is, is because he was deceived. Is because. He didn't seek the counsel of God. And Mm. that's something old that these people, the the people of Old Testament, would seek the counsel of God for a lot of things. And when you look at at Abraham or even Moses, you know, they seek the counsel of God. And Moses is a good one for me. Every time he needed it, when something came up, he went up to that mountain, Mm. went to seek the counsel of God. So that's that old thing in a new way for me is, okay, God, I don't know how to get my son to stop biting his nails. I don't Mm. know how to get my son to uh, not be too aggressive with his sister, because mm. um, I've never had a sister who was younger than yeah, me. Yeah. So, um, just seeking the counsel of God of things that I don't know how to do, how to love my wife in a way that I didn't know how to love her. Yeah. And the five love languages, hers is quality time. Mm. And I'm, hey baby, you got a good day? All right, high I'm f- gonna go high five. Doesn't TV. do it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm-mm. So, um, yeah, that's the that's the thing for me is seeking the counsel of God and just doing it in a whole different way with my wife is a good thing too for me. Yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah. I had a mentor who helped me really begin to value the word of God. Um, and, and, and this thing being chief and key and authority in my life. And so, uh, he took this old book and, uh, and began teaching me and showing me, man, there there's more here than just a bunch of words on a page. Uh, but this is the word of God. And so, uh, so yeah, he took this old thing and really helped me see it in a new way, a new light, and, and actually see the value in, in reading it daily and going to it daily. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's how someone that's yeah, Kevin Dunn, he helped me in that. So Alright, so uh so next question is uh is and, and we've kind of played in this waters, but a biblical example, Trev, what
1: do you have? Um I was thinking of Jesus talking. Of course the Sunday school answer, Jesus <laughs> Can What's you some? shut your mouth for a second? So I brown
0: little brown rodent, fluffy tail. Jesus. No, that's a squirrel.
1: <laughs> Try to give a serious answer. Alright, right, go ahead, go right. I'm, sorry. No, I'm
0: sorry. I knew what you were gonna say, so I had to interrupt
1: you. Uh I was thinking of Jesus talking to Nicodemus. Mm. Um, if there was anybody any religious leader in the New Testament that should have should have seen who Jesus was and I think had most interaction with Jesus, it was it was Nicodemus. Yeah. And uh Jesus tells him that if you're, in uh, I, I don't remember his language, but I mean, if you're going to be saved, you have to be born again. And Nicodemus is like, well, what do you mean, born again? Uh, can right. I enter my mother's womb? Can't can dive back in there? That's Man. weird. Don't say that." He uh, said, "I can't go back in the womb." Yeah, but the way you just said it made me <laughs> want to throw up. Uh, and and Jesus says, "No, you have to be born of born of water and of spirit." And uh, I don't know. There's even though Nicodemus didn't see that old thing in a new way, even though there wasn't, doesn't seem any repentance from Nicodemus at that time. Um, Should have. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked in our lunchtime live about uh, parables and how the parables were meant to be so that the people he didn't want to respond to the gospel didn't. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I've heard, Excuse me.
0: I've heard some evidence that maybe he was there um, at the uh, crucifixion. Nicodemus, um, yeah. That, that it's possible that one of those rulers who helped Joseph of Arimathea take him off the cross could have possibly been Nicodemus. They didn't actually yep. name him. So there's there's this moment of well, well, maybe he did see these old things in new ways. You yeah, know? And I hope,
1: uh, I, I hope I hope I hope Nicodemus in heaven. Yeah, I hope so. But it just doesn't feel that way here. Not in that it just in that moment. Felt no, like there was more confusion. He's like, I don't understand. What you're talking about? Yeah, yep, yeah, and
0: I've been there, right? I mean, yeah. where where I did not respond to Jesus, how I wish I would have.
1: Uh, we we've talked about that chosen show. Yeah, the chosen yep. show. Um, have you seen this episode yet?
0: I have seen half of episode one still. Oh, okay. I haven't gotten into it.
1: This episode is cool. Yeah. Um, because, because, um, in it, they're they're in this upper room and they're talking, and and he he goes through all of this, and anyways. Nicodemus is just so enthralled with what Jesus is saying and how he's teaching in the show. Um, Yeah. And uh, Jesus just says, why don't you come with us to Capernaum? And uh, anyways, they're just kind of hanging out, waiting on Nicodemus. And then Nicodemus is like around the corner. um, And he's watching them as they're leaving. And, I mean, it's Jesus, so he's kind of standing there like, yeah, I know Nicodemus is over there, but I guess he's not coming. Mm. And so they walk off. And Nicodemus is just this emotional wreck. Like, mm. I had my chance here and I didn't take it. <laughs> yeah. And uh I don't know. It made it made it seem like maybe maybe Jesus in this conversation did help Nicodemus see an old thing in a new way. But he just wasn't ready to follow. Couldn't, couldn't
0: respond. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a hard thing, man, because uh yeah, new birth. There's there's a response. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's air coming into lungs. There's crying. Birth is messy. Um, And yeah, he didn't he didn't quite get there. Uh, Chris, you got a biblical example of someone seeing old things in new ways?
2: Um, Mine was uh, Peter's vision when he had the vision of the uh, the unclean meats coming down on that blanket. Yeah. Yeah, uh, So that's in uh, Acts 10 verses 9 through 16. And it says, the next day, as they were traveling and nearing the city, Peter went up and pr- to pray at the housetop about noon. Then he became hungry and wanted to eat. But while they were preparing something, he went into a visionary state. And that's when he saw this blanket, this sheet uh, co- grabbed by f- all four corners, brought down. And Jesus says, kill and eat. And... And the nerve of this man, I don't know how I mean, you just <laughs> Who says no to God? Like He, he
0: I'm corrected like, what? Jesus is <laughs> actually Jesus.
2: Yeah. He's like, uh, no Lord, for I have never eaten anything common and richly unclean. And Jesus comes back with uh, what God has made clean you must not call common. And so the people of the old testament would always go through the ceremony cleaning the yeah, food, the food laws and yeah. everything. So now God has showed Peter in a whole different way. Like what I made is clean, and yeah. so and don't call it common. So eat. That's right. So that
0: was
1: best. Bacon,
2: day.
0: delicious. <laughs>
1: do you think there was mostly like a confusion, a confused state? Like, Wait, Lord, I don't test? know how to prepare that pig. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> do I eat the shrimp's
0: head? No, you pop that sucker off, and don't eat the plastic either.
1: But crawfish, <laughs> I do eat the head.
0: I'm not confused. confused. It's weird. It's weird. So, But yeah, no, man, that's a perfect biblical example of, of, of old things in new ways. Mm-hmm. God made these foods. He made them. Now, at that point, he declared them clean, which is weird because before that, it they went, were unclean, yeah. but Jesus made it new. Um, so, yeah, that's great. And I was thinking of uh, Josiah in the Old Testament. Um, I think it's, you know it is, 2 Chronicles uh, 34, he was a young king, and uh um, it says the Bible says uh, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, and he followed the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. Um, and it goes on to say he, he he followed, began to seek the God of his father David, and when he's seeking God, he starts looking around and sees these things that don't honor the one true God, and uh, and then he gets well, he does something about it. It's in uh, 2 Chronicles 34, starting in verse 3, it says his, in his 12th year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of high, uh, of high places, Asherah poles and idols. Under his direction, the altars of Baal were torn down. He cut them to pieces in, into incense altar and the incense altars that were above them. He smashed them, uh, the Asherah poles and the idols. He broke into pieces and scattered over the graves. Of those who sacrificed to them he burned the bones of the priests on their altars and purged Judah and Jerusalem he's not messing around no nah, no 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 see they had started following these other gods and, and, and started worshipping and sacrificing and praising in these ways that were foreign to the Bible and he said no 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 we're going back to our the one true God and that means we don't have these other gods that's a hard thing to do, um, and and it's saying we, we you don't just get to nod to Jesus and include him in your life today. It's not just this adding Jesus to what you're doing, but it's actually we need to burn down these old idols uh, and and sacrifice no more to those old ways of doing things. That's again that's that's a hard thing, but that's what uh, that's the application I believe to the to the Christians today would be man if we're really following Jesus we don't get to have our cake and eat it too Mm. it's whatever Jesus says
1: and nothing else yeah Mm. so we're we're kind of running a little bit low on time yeah yeah but I I, I wanted to I wanted to ask yeah 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 yeah. challenge if if somebody wants at home to help people see old things in new ways how how can they best do that what do you guys think
0: man it starts with the Bible right Um, yeah I think it starts with the Bible, or it did with me, anyways. And so, uh, um,
1: yeah, like helping people, leading people to repentance.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in my family, in my home, um, we, we need to talk about it, um, and we need to begin valuing the the things the Bible says to value. Yeah. So we need to. That's that's in, in my life, in my home. If I've been successful with my wife and my kids, it's 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 this book.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The Greek word for repentance <clears throat> is metanoia. Which is a, a change of mindset, yeah, and a change uh, yeah, in changing your mind, and um, so yeah, it's got to. It definitely has to start there.
2: Um, just the one thing that I would do is just seek the counsel, seek the counsel of God. That's something that I've been preaching a lot. Uh, we've talked about it through their text messages, and mm-hmm. I think I brought it up at CWF and with my wife. I don't want to do nothing unless I seek the counsel of God. Whether it's you know my dream of going to the wrestle for a big company. I don't want to do it unless I seek the counsel of God. Or, you know, whether it's working at Pizza Hut as a driver, which is something I'm looking into doing, I want to seek the counsel of God before I do that. Whether it's raising my kids and something that's... Even though it looks right, I need to seek His counsel first. And that's what I want to teach my kids. And if anybody who's listening, that's the same thing they should be doing is seeking the counsel of God. And that's just something that I've always done. So.
1: Yeah. I uh, I was thinking... Um, you, you talked you talked about repentance. You talked about uh, going to the counsel of God, and I think going to the counsel of other men um, mm, that's good too. Is, is helpful. And uh, and being the kind of guy, I guess we're specifically talking about being the person that helps people see old things in new ways. Yeah, being the guy that's that's comfortable asking questions. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's what you. That's what I've seen you do most is asking people questions and uh, finding out really what people's uh, hopes, dreams, and fears are.
0: Yeah, and I, and I'll say it this way, especially when we talk about family, um, as we wrap up, man. Um, part of my problem with sharing some of this is because I haven't exactly won the battle yet. You know what I mean? It's like, wait, wait, I'm not good at that. So if I say this and my wife hears it, oh, crud! You know what I mean? <laughs> um, not that I would say something that would wouldn't honor her, but I'm probably gonna fail at it. Does that make sense? Yep. And so, uh, with my wife right now, I'm, and your I'm, words sh- are gonna come back at. You. I'm just trying to pray. Like, like honestly, and I saw this, and it was a, uh, it was Craig Rochelle's thing. Um, he says how to pray with your spouse, and prayer is an old thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My wife and I, we did this at our first date. We paid for our food, right? Uh, and so, uh, so how do I do this old thing in a new way, uh, and and make it a value? He's he's got three three quick things. He says one, keep it short; two, keep it consistent; and three, if you miss a day, don't miss two. Mm,
1: that's like, that's good. good.
0: You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, now I can hopefully win at this thing because it leaves room for me to fail like hey i may miss a day but don't miss two you know what i'm saying and if yeah. miss two don't make don't miss three um so it's taking this whole thing trying to see it a new way with my wife
1: Chris I'm, taking notes over there i'm not exactly good at it
0: yet though and so i man i really hesitate in sharing those things but i think i think that's a value to men out there right yeah. like hey man pray with your wife do this old thing of talking to god in a new way
1: yeah Hey, that's our that's our chime. That is our chime. That's our that's our bill that says sorry folks, tune in next week. We gotta go. We're out of
0: time. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> the, the chime means that's our time. Hey guys, appreciate you listening. My name is Mike Watt, I'm the lucha preacher.
1: I'm two sweet Trevor Cowan. I'm the Mexican-American,
2: all-American luchador, Jura de Leon.
0: That's hot. We'll see you guys. Y'all be Jesus later. <laughs>